0: Folks, we have another episode on tap. We've got plenty to talk about, a lot to talk about. And frankly, not nearly enough time to talk about it because we've had uh, Washington commit one of the worst brand changes ever. I've got my New York football giants embroiled in a lawsuit that they could have easily avoided, but they were too lazy. And of course, the lawsuit that everyone's talking about with Brian Flores. I can go into this stuff. But frankly, it's going to take more time than I have allotted, so I'm not going to be able to get to it right now. But I got plenty of thoughts. Plenty of thoughts to go into. Plus, there's NBA stuff to talk about as well, because, whoo, baby, we got some storylines heading into the trade deadline. But without much further ado, let's get this out of the way, because we got this game coming up for the true D-Gents that have been listening to this show we have the pro bowl and we'll we'll do the dfs stuff on the pro bowl and shockingly we don't even have the dual slate uh, this is the first time i can remember no fantasy sl- site is doing the two game slate for the pro bowl and the super bowl which was always r- which was always a random <laughs> like uh, uh random event because you couldn't tell who uh who's truly gonna get an edge? But no, no, no. We do not have uh we do not have uh the dual slate uh option where we combine both games. It's just showdown only for both the Pro Bowl and the Super Bowl. And so many people would F up the Pro Bowl and give you such an edge into the Super Bowl because they would play the Pro Bowl quarterbacks not realizing the Pro Bowl quarterbacks were only gonna play a quarter or two. It would happen every year. It was such an edge for four, four or five years that I am, I am sad to see the Pro Bowl split up from the Super Bowl. I'll be, I'll be perfectly honest with you, folks. I am very sad, but I'm gonna get right to it. The thing that people f up the most, not understanding the rules of the Pro Bowl, is there's no defense. First of all, because you can't blitz. No one wants to hit. And second of all, you have to have a tight end on every play. The tight end has to be on the field for every play. So tight ends are paramount. But we got two big edges that we know here. Both Travis Kelsey and George Kittle played last week in in losing efforts are both incredibly banged up. Why on earth would Travis Kelsey and George Kittle play more than 20% of snaps if that Maybe they could try to make them go, and they'll just go slowly, sure. But why are they gonna trudge them out there when they're already banged up? When you've got a fresh Kyle Pitts, who was on a terrible Atlanta team that did nothing all year, and Mark Andrews on the of the Ravens, who who didn't play at all, uh, who didn't make the uh, postseason. To me, the two most lock button plays of the entire slate would be Kyle Pitts and Mark Andrews. It makes no sense why in a position that you know has to be on the field the entirety of the game, and you already know the two other guys who are their subs are banged up, why you would not expect Kyle Pitts and Mark Andrews to play 80% of snaps? Why would you have a banged up Kittle and Kelsey? The Pro Bowl is supposed to be for fun. If you know guys are banged up, why Why would you even play him? It doesn't make any sense. It's the same rule I have for Debo and Tyreek Hill. Debo is banged up. You saw he had to exit the NFC uh, championship game last week. Tyreek has been banged up all playoffs. Why on earth would you have them? Bl- it doesn't make any sense. All these receivers are going to be splitting time anyway. There, There's a very real chance we don't even see Debo Samuel on the field today. A very real chance. So, again, Pro Bowl, think about it. Tight ends, Paramount. You already know two of them are going to play way less than the other two. It, 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 and they're guaranteed the most snaps out of anybody else in the game. You're going to have special teams players playing in the game. And, you know, it's it's just what it is. It's just what it is. I mean, you got to have, like, Devin Duvernay, Matthew Slater. I think Jakeem Grant in the game. All those guys are going to be... They're special teamers, but they made the Pro Bowl, and they're going to be seeing snaps at wideout. I can't tell you which wide receiver is going to pop off or which QB is going to throw the most touchdown passes. What I can tell you is running backs are absolutely useless in the Pro Bowl. Completely useless. Even... Even Kamara, even Kamara useless. (laughs) Like, uh, you know, you can't, I mean, I I don't know what else to say. You should not be playing. Uh, you should not be playing, uh, most of these players. I, I can even justify playing Kelsey because Patrick Mahomes is playing in this game again. Uh, you you will see Patrick Mahomes for a quarter. I can justify playing Kelsey with Patrick Mahomes for the quarter that they play together. They do some commiseration over lo- losing in epic fashion uh, to the Bengals, and, and justifying a lineup that way. And and you and you and you see uh, you see what pans out. I can build a lineup that way because the salary doesn't matter. But if you lock in, uh, if you lock in uh, uh, three tight ends with Mahomes, it's not the worst idea in the world. But I'm just telling you, like between Kyle Pitts and Mark Andrews, those guys should be crushing today. It's not even close. It's not even close as to how uh, these builds should be going. So to be perfectly honest, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm try, I'm trying to be as, uh, as straightforward, uh, as I can with, uh, with the build, because to me, it, it there, there's, uh, there's, there's not, <laughs> there's nothing, um, there's there's nothing to actually, uh, not much else to say here. I mean, it's it's just the uh, it's it's pretty clear cut in my opinion. I I think you can even uh, you can even forego the QBs entirely in a build. Like you don't even have to play a quarterback in my opinion, <laughs> because you'll see wide receivers come out, and you can play a Justin Jefferson. And still have a uh, a way to actually fit in uh, somebody else. So again, salary doesn't matter. It, it, it's just uh, it it's li- it's literally just play, play the dudes you feel comfortable playing. But you don't even need to go crazy over this. It, it's it's not it's not even. It's not even a discussion, to be honest. I, I just think that so many people are just going to look at running backs uh, that they can play and then forget about the tight end rules because I've seen it happen so many times uh, with folks in Pro Bowl matchups that, again, we're going to get a ton of variance. There's no there's no question about it. But this is one of the mo- most straightforward slates. It, you, you, you deal with the variance. And you just gotta live with it. it. It's it's not it's not anything of uh, particular note. It's just it is what it is. Uh, you know, I I don't think you need to even worry about uh, the builds. It, it, like this this one basically writes itself. It really does. Uh, you know, you play you play your tight ends. You play. You can you can forego. Uh, you can forego quarterbacks you don't actually have to play quarterback and uh you gotta live with uh what you get but it's not exactly uh it's not exactly uh rocket science in terms of uh of going uh, of going about the uh the breakdown because to me again when you a factor in everything. It's uh it's basically just a, a straightforward build in terms of. So again, if I wasn't clear, just to harp on the main points. Defense utterly irrelevant. Just remove them from your player pool. I'm not entirely sold on Devo playing. So I'm just gonna. If Devo plays and crushes me, so be it. But. I would not be remotely surprised. I may just fade Debo entirely, to be perfectly honest, and put myself out of my misery because I don't even think it's worth the risk. To be honest, of just squandering because Debo's going to be one of the highest owned guys, and I just think he's not playing. I I think he he will play limited snaps, if anything. It just that's my personal opinion. I think Debo plays limited snaps. And I think uh, Kittle plays uh, less. So I think to me, I would actually, you know what? I don't even need to fade. I could just cap, uh, cap my exposure regardless. But and just over project on Andrews and Pitts based on the fact that they're going to be playing more minutes than basically anybody else. Um, more snaps than anybody else in this game. So I'm going to be more aggressive uh with my projections on Pitts and uh and on Pitts and Andrews and just work from there because to me I just don't see where uh I don't see where it's actually going to be um Uh, a case where you, you're you're going to find yourself regretting playing the tight ends over other positional positional players. I I just don't see it. So if I overproject the Andrews and Pitts, I think that basically negates a lot of what you're going to see with the Debo ownership anyway. And you know. I still think you're probably going to see uh, some ownership and productivity from other guys like a uh, Deontay Johnson or Stefan Diggs, I think have just as much right to being relevant in this game, as opposed to, uh, as a, as opposed to uh, uh, what you would see with uh, Tyreek or uh, uh, Tyreek or just So it's like, I like Justin Jefferson more than the other guys, uh, just to be clear. But it's not as though it's a lock that uh, Justin Jefferson smashes. Because, again, Justin Jefferson's going to play early. He's not going to play late. And when this game opens up later on, it's probably going to be Deontay Johnsons of the world uh, that take more advantage. So I still think Deontay Johnson probably has a higher ceiling than most players. I don't know if it's, uh, if it's, if it's going to pan out, but I like him at least to be able to, uh, be relevant to later on. Not that anyone's, Oh, and that's the other thing. If you think I'm watching this Pro Bowl, I'm not going to watch. So don't message me during the Pro Bowl because I won't be watching the game. It's completely useless. This is purely a degenerate, uh, uh, play only in my opinion, guys. So, uh, just to be clear how this is going to go down. I just want to be very clear about my thoughts on, on, on the pro bowl and, and in this contest selection. So, um, yeah, this is pretty straightforward guys. So focus on the tight ends. Uh, we're not going to play, uh, too many guys that were playing last week. I just don't think it's worth it. So we'll over project and on DraftKings, because you can, uh, and it's, it's true of FanDuel too. Uh, you can play the kickers, which I don't think it's the craziest thing in the world because you still get three points from the kickers. I'm probably just going to limit it to one kicker instead of doing two kickers. So, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I wouldn't go, wouldn't go crazy over it, but, um, it, it's, it's not, it's not the worst idea in the world to play kickers in the pro bowl. Uh, it's just don't go crazy over it either. So, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's basically it guys. So, uh, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, like I said, uh, short and sweet, uh, we'll get into the flora stuff and the Washington football team, uh, and the, and the lawsuit, uh, Two lawsuits, actually. And, uh, yeah, we still got NBA stuff to talk about, but uh, that's for a later time. I'm getting out of here. Best of luck, folks, and until next time, take it easy. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all other major outlets.